Ladies and gentlemen and dream team and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome to the Purple Rain Minute Podcast. By the way, the LA Dream Team. I'm just joking. This is Michael Dean, joined by Ida. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Excited. Another minute. Yeah. And our yeah. special guest for today is Mr. Sean Hill. Sean, how are you? I'm doing well, well, well. <laughs> All right, and we are the show that watches the movie Purple Rain Minute by Goddamn Minute. <laughs> and, this, and today we are watching uh, minutes 16 through 17. So if you would like to join us, go ahead and watch that minute. I'm going to give you two seconds to do that, and we'll see you in one, two, and we're back. All right, so there we are. Let's get into it. This minute starts with some very controversial stuff. Uh, we see the young lady who confronted Jerome and Morris in the streets or in the streets. Because Morris did not call her back. Uh, I don't know if he just smashed and dashed or what the situation was. But apparently he didn't get back to her. He didn't, he didn't have her phone number. You know, 777 <laughs> You know what? They could have somehow played that into it. It might have been a little too much. You know, you could have called me back at 777 <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Um, so, you know. Morris isn't one of these kind of guys that deals with a lot of, as he says in here, nastiness, or I guess he's, you know, not going to be confronted in these streets. So he <laughs> calmly looks at his road dog, Jerome, and just says the magic words. I'm like abracadabra. He's like, Jerome. And that Jerome will be forever itched in history of any time you need. You just Jerome and business gets handled. And in this case, Jerome picks this young lady up. You're a pretty strong guy. Mm-hmm. Picks her up, body slams her into a garbage can in a funky ass alley. Mm. And then somebody says, world star. No, but <laughs> dumps her in the trash and then hits the little stick holding the lid down and, and close her ass in there. Like, Ooh. I really don't give a fuck about these. Bang. <laughs> now, mm. I'm sure just like with everybody else, when I was in the theater, busted out laughing. I mean, that was hysterical. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a cold move. And even the character, you know, they laugh and you know, such nastiness. You know, mm-hmm. Let's go. And they, mm. you know, I love the shot where they show the girl push the lead up and she just kind of looks, look at the camera like, yeah, I'm in the garbage. Like, <laughs> but Damn. they caught a lot of flack for that. Yes. That's uh Ida, I'm curious. <laughs> what did you think of this particular scene? I was very young when I first saw it, so I didn't have much really thoughts about it besides, you know, like wow. But uh you notice how Jerome starts moving behind the girl right pretty much when she comes out? Cause he's ready to throw her in that trash can. <laughs> Way before Morris says Jerome, Jerome has already started moving. The girl come out talking about, I wait up all night for you. Who do you think I am? She's already moving. He's already moving. So by yeah, the time right. Morris says Jerome, he's back there ready to throw her in the trash. I think he already knew he was going to throw her in the trash can. <laughs> um, Maybe this is one thought, thing that they do or something. 
Yeah, or I don't know if it's just, you know, he got creative. He knew it was a trash can there. I hope he's not throwing a whole lot of women in the trash can. But um, being the kind of nigga Morris is, I wouldn't have been stepping to him like that. Not because I'm scared of Morris, but because he ain't worked. I mean, it's like, you know what kind of nigga he is. If he sleep with you, it don't mean he going to be with you. I, you know what I'm saying? As a woman, I'm like, you shouldn't just be stepping to him in the street anyway. Girl, go find something else to do. And then the whole thing ended up in the trash can. And... I, you know, it's, it's really hard. He does slam her in it. And when she, I, I'm glad she comes back up like she's not hurt because he slammed her upside down. And, like, it's like, whoa. Like, I'm hoping for the actual filming. They had, like, a a cushion in there, a pillow oh, yeah. in there. Yeah, they wouldn't just dump her. <laughs> they wouldn't just dump her. You know, what, you, you know what you just said is hilarious because it reminds me of, I, I wonder if they filmed that. <laughs> they dumped her in there, and they had a, as I call a Morris moment, as mm. that happens later in the movie. You know, how's the family? And it's <gasps> such a cold line. You know, they had to give Morris. They, it's, you know what? Film a scene where he sort of, he even realized, yeah, that's he's stepping over the line. He even exactly. And I wonder if this is like, you know what? We got to show that she's okay because otherwise, it looks like he just. No, it, yes, <laughs> I think so because she comes back up and she's just kind of like. Fuck, and she's always like, damn it. And she's upset, as she should be, because she got thrown in a trash can. Um, but she's okay. So you get to see, this is more for comic relief. We know we're throwing a woman in a trash can. We know it ain't the best thing. But she's okay. All right? <laughs> but he's so cold-blooded. You're right. And his whole energy throughout the entire movie is he's just a cold-blooded snake kind of nigga. Yeah, I, yeah I think, r- real quick, Sean. Yeah. I'm gonna let you. It, it's okay. if this is uh, this to me, it reminds me of uh, I got toy, I got tied in Star Wars. This would be the the Han shot first scene. Like, the, I could see the original version of that scene was just just dumping bitches in the trash and walk off, like, and just show you how cold blood Morris is. But the special edition would have been like, you know what? We got to add a scene where she shows she's okay because he can't be that ruthless. That's the wrong message to send. It's, it's like, oh, okay. He can't, he can't be that heartless. Yeah, so I, I, I was like, yeah, I can see they had to. If you would have cut that scene out and played that movie, mm-mm, it gives a whole more sinister tone. Right? It's like, Whoa. Exactly. You think that they might have really hurt that girl. And, you know. Go ahead, Shango. Anyway, Shango. Well, I was going to say that that scene is, like you all both said, very controversial. It's, it's really surprising to me that, that it made it into the final cut. Uh, <laughs> they could have cut it right where he says, I'm going to only star in this town and, and cut to, to the next scene, leaving that out because that really, that part really doesn't, doesn't add anything to it. I mean, I, it's humorous, but at the same time, it's, it's not sending a very good message. You know, you mad a woman, so you go dump her in the trash. That, that's just doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as we'll get into it, I think this, there's a lot of things in this movie that don't send good images about women. Oh yeah. There's exactly. a lot of misogyny. <laughs> There's a lot of misogyny. Though. And I'm think, like a woman. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, that's just the biggest example, probably, yeah. of the misogyny in Most the movie. Ex- that, very that didn't, example. That, that didn't need to be there. I mean, you could, <laughs> you, could, you could cut that part out, and it doesn't take away anything from the film at all. That's true. Um, I, like, misogyny and all that doesn't get to me all that much. I'm very, people, if they listen at all to my show or just know me in, in, in their personal lives, I'm not easily offended or shocked. But I understand that everyone isn't like me, so how it can affect other women and things like that. I, like I said, would not be in that position to begin with. I ain't stepping to Morris's dumb ass. You know what I'm saying? I know how Morris is. 
You know, he, I'm sure she did. You know, but the poor thing, you know, she's like, I want to hear from you. I care about you, Mars. Who you fucking think I am? You're supposed to call me back. <laughs> and, you know, she didn't deserve to be thrown in the trash. Nobody deserves to be thrown in trash cans. So you're right. And if it wasn't there, it wouldn't change anything. But it makes it so memorable. And I think that's what they were going for. I think it was just, a, it was a shock value thing. I mean, we already know that Mars is very cold-blooded. So, you know, if it was taken out, wouldn't really be that much of a change um, from the storyline <laughs> at all. <laughs> it it but, goes to show how raw those guys were back then. But it showed how raw. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of that gangster mentality that's kind of going along with it, with his attire and the whole manservant. And I'm just going really, you step to him like this, like he's like a head mafia dude. You step to the head mafia dude, you're going to get thrown in a trash can or something worse. Yeah, it was yeah. very raw. Exactly, he, he was the early Suge. Uh, uh, the movie. Mm. <laughs> it's like if Suge was in that movie, Suge, mm. what the fuck you been? <laughs> like nigga, you can't even hit uh, parking his parking spot without getting a beat down. Let alone, but anyway, I guess it's a whole other part of this minute, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, I mean, because it's such a huge part. Yeah. It, it, it's just a crazy, it's a crazy, crazy. but it's classic. You know, it, it is what it is. I, I think that. Scenes like this, you you saw a sort of change in the uh, image of Prince, where they would never have a scene like this or anything going never. forward yeah. that he did. Uh, but again, I think this Purple Rain was was sort of the last of the raw Prince we saw, you know, and that was even toned down from you know earlier. The dirty mind, yeah. <laughs> Controversy. He was toned down from that. So, but that was right. the last. Actually, it was this was the last R-rated thing he ever did. Yep. Actually. Mm, that's true. All right. Uh, so we continue on uh, and we go to Apollonia. And mm-hmm. she seems to be at some sort of shopping mall or something. But I always love, one, she's just absolutely beautiful. But mm-hmm. And the camera really shows her well. And I love the music that comes. It just changes the tone. All The, the tone is totally different from where we just came from. And again, they're sort of framing or positioning prints. Or the kid as a certain way, and Morris is a certain way, and she's just looking uh, at some stuff, and then here comes the kid, you know, coming up behind her, and you know, this whole part to me is, I think when I was a young guy, I wish I could have just did what Prince or the kid does in this scene, but I know that it <laughs> doesn't necessarily work uh, in the real world. Unless you are, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you were, you got some juice about you, you might be able to pull some shit off like this. But Yeah, I tried that in high school. It didn't work. <laughs> it, it didn't work. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> At least it didn't work for me. No. And just a couple, yeah, a tangent real quick. I don't think I've ever said this in a podcast. Uh, you know, in, I think, it's, is it Jungle Love or, and Morris says, you want to make love or what? Oreo, Oreo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my dumbass. I'm in high school, <laughs> and, and Tobias, he, he he's uh, the guy who started the Prince podcast with me. He will attest to this because he witnessed this. There was these girls. Actually, they were twins. Uh, both of them had big boots. Okay. Now I'm in, I'm in high school, so that's all I was thinking about. These <laughs> twins, yellow, red bone. And we saw, oh, man, I talked to these girls, so. One of them kind of, we kind of was, you know, flirting with each other, whatever. So I finally, like, okay, I'm about to say something really, you know, say my little game or whatever. Here's what my dumb ass does. 
haven't really had much of a conversation with her before, but I walk up to her. I had a Jerry Crow back then. I, said, <laughs> I looked at her. I said, you want to make love or what? Oh, my God. <laughs> she looked at me like I was out of my goddamn mind and just walked on. And I was like, oh, I guess it doesn't work. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. I, I even tried the. I wish you could see my home. It's it's so ex- so exciting. <laughs> but yeah, it didn't work. Either, so. Look the at Morris. Did, I, the things we did. Right? I don't blame you guys for trying to emulate Morris. He's a G. You know, I wouldn't be trying to date Morris, but he'd definitely be my homeboy, and I could see him getting all the ladies, and I would understand. They're gonna like gonna try to get down like he get down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, one go thing- ahead. One thing about this minute too, the the up the part with Apollonian Prince again, it's the it's the magical prince. He just appears, right, right, yeah. uh, out of nowhere. Like he disappeared uh, earlier out of, out of nowhere. There's there's one thing here too that's kind of interesting. As he's walking away, I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys have ever noticed this, but you can see a camera flash. Someone takes yes. a picture. I saw that. I do. Of, I do. Mm-hmm. Someone. T- so again, this goes to show you. Now they couldn't have just. Reshot that and without the camera flash, so they just go. They, money was tight on this budget on, on this set. They're like, oh, we got it. We, we good. We they won't yeah. notice." <laughs> Move it, it along. It, and you know, too. Looking, I'm just looking at him again. Apollonia and Prince, and particularly Apollonia, she looked like she's dressed to be in the X Men or something. Like she, it's like she's wearing a costume almost. Like I like that little it, outfit. Little it leather looks, outfit. It looks great, but it looks like. You know, normal people would not necessarily, and I say normal people, but they're dressed uh, in the, you know, they're in the Prince fantasy worlds. Like they're dressed in costumes, uh, not normal people wearing stuff because she looked like she's ready to get it. Like she's ready to go on a mission. Uh, uh, the X Men or Avengers <laughs> or something. You yeah. mentioned that in one other minutes how this is like an elevated. Their world is like an elevated yeah. world in the eighties back then. They are not normal people. This is Prince world. They're very distinct characters, distinct uh, clothing for everybody. Mm-hmm. His hair is done tight. Yeah, you know, the, right. You gotta think the kid actually had to spend a lot of money <laughs> on that hair. On the hair, and he's at the salon and getting it. I mean, his hair looked unlike anybody else. In the world, uh, so, so yeah, they're doing the thing. As a woman, I can attest to both of them really what they gotta go through to they, for their hair. But especially, at least with Apollonia, that's almost her natural hair texture. For Prince, that's not. He had to get that fro done. Yeah. He had to get it permed <laughs> or pressed. He got to get it curled up right. It's sitting to the side just right. That's a lot of work. Like he just and, came from the salon or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They never see. That's why this movie ain't real, man. They don't never explain how do you get this shit done. Like it introduces you to the Prince fantasy world that everybody wants to be a part of. After they see this movie, you just want to be there. Yeah. But the way he's talking, her, I always thought their exchange was very odd. Even back then, when I first saw it, and mm-hmm. even now, I'm like, what is he? What he just come up to her and like, hey, give me that. There and she boot. just she turned around and she like. Okay, and she know who it is because remember the last time they saw each other was when he was standing behind her and wouldn't say nothing right. at um, First Avenue. So she turned around. She know who she's like. Oh, okay. She know the game's about to begin though because you kind of know because their chemistry was already crazy. So she's kind of like, hmm. All right, I'll play. So and she, she gives, gives it to him right away, which which is odd too. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, here you go, dude. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just, like, like I said, you walk up to some chick in the mall. Hey, let me get that chain. 
Give it a come off that chain. Yeah, break give me yourself that chain. Off that break chain. yourself. Like. <laughs> Basically, break yourself off that shit. That's what, and, yeah, I guess that's what he did, didn't he? And she do, because she's like, okay, you know. And then, <laughs> then he just walk off, and then she's like, wait a minute. And she decides to follow him. She's like, wait a minute. He actually took it. <laughs> and then this weird conversation that makes no sense. Like, who gave it to you? A person. Male or female. Male or female. Huh? You're lying. Is this the weirdest conversation? It's that prince. It, it, it totally <laughs> plays into his persona. Even at that point, I didn't know much about his persona, but everything I know about him to this day, I would imagine him saying that. Like, exactly. I, I would think he says that in real life. Like, just in, in speak. I call it speaking in riddle. He's like Yoda. He, he speaks in these weird sort of riddles. So. It's pretty it's kind of cryptic and it's very non-linear. It's not the way a, a regular person would have a conversation, which is cool. You know, like you said, he's different. Um, and that's one of the ways you see the very different ways that he is with women than Morris is with women. Hey, you know, <laughs> give me that. There, Prince that is still a, on your yeah. leg. He's yeah. still pimping him, but he does in a much more subtle, much more mind fuck you type of way. I'm serious. He <laughs> be mind fucking you. Uh, lying you are. Uh, <laughs> Reaction, yeah, exactly. I can tell. <laughs> you know, and she's like, "Huh?" She don't even she don't even know what to say to him. She knows she hurt him. She's like, "Huh?" He's like, "You're lying." And he's like, "Well, it's not yours anymore. You gave it to me." And, and he's telling the truth. Off. Yeah, lying. because that because of her reaction, that's why he's saying that you know you're lying. <laughs> yes, yeah, she did give a, a stranger the thing. He's right. He's like, "I gave. I asked for it. You gave it to me, so it's mine now." <laughs> but and you know. Um, it, but it all works in the context of this movie. And yeah. again, the way he, in my opinion, the way he is presented, this is somewhat, even though he did say a few words to Jill, it's somewhat like this is the first time he's sort of really interacting with somebody where, yes. okay, we can see him full on. He's not wearing the glasses. He, right. he smiles a little bit. He, right. His whole, again, he gives off such a presence that he could yeah. say anything, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm a dude, and I'm like, yeah, man, ah! you know what I'm saying, yeah, ha, ha. you know what I mean, he just, that, that it pours out of him, because it was the perfect timing, he Pause. Was, there you go, <laughs> but, it, it, but it all worked, you know what I'm saying, like, he, that magnetism comes from him on that screen at that point, very much so, and, uh, I would have gave him my shit, hello, he could have said, he gave him my stuff, Ida, give me that, there on your draws, <laughs> oh, I'm like here. Here you go. Now that could have been a see if it was super raw prince. He would have told her to take her panties off. Take her panties off. <laughs> Give them to me now. <laughs> because a new be young girl named Nikki. But. And you're right because with Jill, the exchange with Jill, we know he already has known Jill for probably a long time. So it's a whole different thing. This is like a new thing. This is like how he's. I mean, honestly, putting the Mac down, but also with a new person. This is him in a new interaction with a new person that he's never talked to, with, you know, that he's interested in talking to, getting to know on some level. <laughs> I mean, and uh, yeah, I love, I, yeah, I love this scene. I'm always going to love this scene. I love the next minute that's coming up. That one is something that sticks in me that comes right after this. <laughs> it's always stuck with me since the first time I saw it when I was a little girl. <laughs> All right. But yes, we love you, Prince. I give you, I give you. My bracelet too off my boot. Boot bracelet. <laughs> All right, that that pretty much finishes up uh, this minute of footage. Uh, now we got to do a quote. So I guess it's my turn to do one, and I am going to do one. Uh, oh, if I if I can do it right, uh, 
heard through the grapevine you got a you got a new tune by a couple of great girls. Did you hear it? <laughs> you probably just put it under his bike and rolled over. There you go. <laughs> rolled over. <laughs> they were hilarious. All right. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Purple Rain Minute podcast. This might have been one of our longer episodes, but that's how it goes. Mr. Sean Hill, where can I find you? All right, you can find me on Twitter at Hill Street Views. Also, Facebook, Sean Hill and Real Movie Talk. My blog, hillstreetviews.blogspot.com and writings up on podcastjuice.net. All right, Ida, where can they find you? Where can they find you to ask you for your chain? From my, <laughs> oh, yes. If you want to say, give me that to me, then <laughs> you can just go to chickensexandsemantics.com. My Twitter's there. Uh, you can subscribe there to Stitcher and iTunes. And, of course, you can find me here. And I'm glad the alien didn't make an appearance this time because, obviously, the uh, alien takes over my microphone. Yes, that is the, our blocking signals from Paisley <laughs> Park. Yeah, the purple police. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, I saying a little too much. Um, oh, and you can find me here at Pog. I was about to say a very crazy joke. I, I, I slow myself down. Um, <laughs> things that involve cock rings. So you, you, want, you want that? Wow. Pause. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> See where the mind goes. Ain't nothing wrong with Mr. Dean. Well, no, I don't want that. Let's leave, let's, let's leave that on. Let, shout out to Lenny Kravitz. Let, let him rock that. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know how I got there. It's terrible. Listen, uh, if you are on iTunes, please subscribe to the show on iTunes. Even if you're not, go down to iTunes and just subscribe to it anyway, and you can delete it. I don't care. But uh, that helps us out. Also, leave us a comment on the website. Uh, with that, work it like a job. We will see you next time.